What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Progressive Action Radio Show. It's Tuesday, October 11th, and y'all know how I like to start off the show. Let's get to it, baby. Shout out to all the transit workers moving the city. If we don't move the city, they don't make no money. <laughs> I want y'all to let me know what borough y'all from. What borough y'all from? It's Brooklyn in the building. It's the Bronx in the building. Staten Island, you in there? What's going on? <laughs> Money making Manhattan, what's up? I see you, Queens. No need to get nervous. No need to get nervous. Go talk about those topics, right? Shout out to all those supervisors that's doing the right thing in New York City Transit. I see you. TSS Hodges, what's up, my guy? Shout out to all those dispatchers that's giving those train crews drops when the railroad blow up. I see y'all out there. <laughs> Shout out to those passengers that tell transit workers thank you for their service. We see y'all out there.
We don't mess with those corny supervisors, though. Nah, we, we, don't, we don't do that. We don't do that. We put them in a place over here. This Progressive Action Radio, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Progressive Action Radio. We are back. Man, it is very, very, very serious in New York City transit right now. And I'm talking about on the trains and on the buses. Crime, crime, crime. I keep telling you guys, it is not safe in this system. Now, the New York Post reported yesterday a dozen bloody attacks on New York City transit system in two weeks. There was actually another attack this very morning, another slashing. Now, what's going wrong in this subway system? I keep telling you guys what it is. I mean, it's a lot of issues, but for one, we could start with the police. The police is not properly deployed in this transit system. For an example, there was a naked woman laying on the platform of Hoyt Skimmerhorn. Totally naked today. For those who don't know, there's a police station in Hoyt Skimmerhorn. Now, this goes back to the philosophy of what I said. At every gap station, there needs to be police officers on the platform, face-to-face relief, no excuses. And it's mighty strange how these type of incidences can happen right there where a precinct is. It's inexcusable. There's no reason as to why that is happening at all. At all. Two people died within the last two weeks on a bus. And let me let me let me put something into perspective for you guys. The governor, Governor Hoku, is saying, yeah, we're going to put um cameras on every train and and it's going to be safer and all this other stuff. There's currently right now cameras on every bus. That did not stop someone from stabbing someone and killing them. Those cameras did absolutely nothing to prevent that. Right? Now, I I, I get the business of what the city, I mean the governor, because you know the governor is in control of the MTA. 
I get what's going on here. You know, this whole congestion pricing thing, they want everybody to take mass transportation. You know, they push more people into the subways. It's more more um, revenue and all that other stuff, good stuff, bad stuff, whichever way you guys want to look at it. It's literally not safe there. It's literally not safe at all, right? There's no, there's no way you could explain it being safe when you have killings almost in the past two weeks. There's no way that you can explain that. But what's the fix? What is the solution? They seem not to have one. All of the governor's solutions point to the after the, the after effect. Yeah, we got cameras. All right, the camera is possibly going to catch the person who did it. But guess what? Somebody's still going to die. And I tried to tell them this before. Now, I'm not against the cameras, but they acting like the cameras is going to fix the situations down here. It's not until the police properly deploy their platoon. Nothing is going to get right here. You know, people is just not afraid of cameras. They're not afraid to commit crimes. And the police are not visible in the subway system like that. This is just facts. I've been all over the subway system these past two weeks. And I've rarely seen police. Rarely. Rarely seen police. If I was a criminal, I would feel comfortable committing crime in the subways because I rarely see the police. This is a fact. This is a fact. So back in the back, like a, like some months, maybe a, maybe like two, three years ago, I brought up the fact that, you know, transit workers are underpaid, you know, compared to police officers, firefighters, sanitation workers. And then, you know, you had some naysayers to say, well, Tramel, you know, a police job is very important. You know, they 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 getting shot at and things of this nature. Well, I, I'm going to put something back into perspective on you guys. These train stations, these buses, these trains themselves, the platforms, they are a lot of our offices. This is where we spend the majority of our, our days, like you have station cleaners. They spend the majority of them days of their days on the, on the platform. A bus operator spend the majority of his day on the bus. That's his office. A, a train operator and a conductor spend most of their time on the train. That's our office. So when you look at the grand scheme of things, there's robberies going down in our office. There's killings going down in our office. There's robberies going down in our office, serious assaults going on in our office, stabbings, slashings, sexual assaults. There's serious things happening in our office, and there's really not nothing being done about it. Their only answer is, we're going to put cameras on the train. What do you guys think the, the solution is? What do you think is the fix to address the violence on New York City Transit? And let me tell you something. The people at 2 Broadway, and I'm talking about the shot callers at 2 Broadway, they don't have the same issues that we have. 
most of them, especially the executives, they're not riding New York City transit. Like, they're not habitual riders. They're casual riders at best. They're casual riders at best. Um, they don't take the system or be in the system long enough for something to really happen to them. Like the guy who um who got stabbed in the neck on the L train, I think two weeks ago, you know, he wasn't a casual rider. He was a habitual rider on this on the system. He he took he took the subway. So the perspective of the riders and workers differs from the executives, right? Because Jan Oliba's job is to get people down to the subways by any means necessary. Even if he have to lie or tell half truths of what's really happening in the subways. And every other manager, that's their job. Their job is service and to get people down in the subway. It's all political. And what they're doing is really politicizing the threat that we see and face every day in New York City transit. All because they, they're thinking about revenue affairs. And I get that. I get that. But that's not the people reality. And the people are not dumb. You're saying one thing, you know, the MTA is saying one thing and the people are seeing a totally other thing. And once people start figuring that you're lying to them or you're not being honest, they're just not going to trust the system and they're going to stay away from the system. Not one time did executive management ever say, you know, uh, this, uh, this system, this system isn't safe, but we're working on making it safer every single day. What they try to say is that, you know what, crime is like the same as it was a year ago, or it's just, it's, it's lower than the whole crime statistic. Like they play these mind games these statistical games and try to bamboozle us. That's what they try to do. They try to bamboozle us with these games. And they really think that it's working. They really think that it's working. You know what? While we here, let's get into another song and we're going to come back with more information, this time on the union side and how they feel about crime. We'll be right back. Make sure y'all like and share the show. Let's get it. Shout out to all my rookie transit workers. I know nobody never give y'all a shout out. Well, I'm giving y'all a shout out now. Let's get it. Welcome to the family. Straight. 
you liking that progressive action radio make sure you like and share the show it costs you nothing let's go Shout out to my boy, my boy, Glenn Thompson out of Stillwell. Good talking to you today, bro. How can I forget TSS Greaves, TSS Wallace, and School Car? See y'all. Keep rocking. Look, while we here, while we're here, what I'm going to do is that I want to get into something that the current president of TWU Local 100 said about crime in the subways earlier this year, and we're going to discuss it. So let me, let, I'm going to play the clip, and then we're going to discuss it. So check it out. My children, if they tell me, Dad, I'm going to take the train into the city, you know, sometimes I say to them, you know what? Here's money. Take, take an Uber or take a cab because I'm not, I'm not comf- you know, it's not a comfortable place. And it should be a comfortable place, right? That's what it's there for. Is- now, I, I want to examine, I want to examine what he just said. He don't feel that the, now this is the, I want you guys to put this, in your brain. This is the president of TWU Local 100. He says that the subways and the system is not a comfortable place. So he defers to not put his kids on a train, but he would rather pay for Uber and let his kids get around New York City. 
That says a lot, right? That says a whole bunch because you don't see President Tony Utano advocating for safety in the subways. Outside of them doing a bare minimum when somebody actually really get assaulted in the system, there's nothing going on in between that. There's nothing going on in between that. And if he wasn't the president of Local 100, I could understand him saying, well, I don't feel safe with my kids riding the system. Well, if the system is not safe for his kids, and we're not talking about teenagers, we're talking about grown folks. We're talking about grown, his kids is in their 30s. We're talking about grown folks. If he's not safe with his, his grown kids taking the system, then how can he feel that it's safe for the workers that he represents to work in the system? Now, I could take this a whole bunch of different kind of ways. I could say, well, he don't care about black lives, mostly, my, mostly uh, blacks, Hispanics, Asians work in the system. He don't care about us because of what the majority of the makeup is. I could I could say that. I could say that he just don't care about anyone but his family. I could say that he's a poor leader, poor president. He, and, and, and it just doesn't bother him. And all of those can possibly be correct. But just imagine your boss or your leader is the owner or runs a restaurant. And he says that it's okay for my workers to eat the food out the restaurant, but it's not okay for my kids to eat from the restaurant because I know that this restaurant isn't that sanitary. This is basically what Tony Utano is saying. That this system is not good enough for my kids to ride it, but it's good enough for my workers to work in here. Ladies and gentlemen, we are dealing with a whole bunch of people who don't care about our well-being. They do not care if we make it home at night. They don't care if you get spit on or stabbed up. It has happened. They do not care. So the person who got to care is you. That's who got to care is you. Because that's very irresponsible for Tony Utano to say what he said. It's very irresponsible. And the only people who can hold them accountable is the people that he represents. You never heard Tony Utano say that my workers should not be working because it's unsafe. You have never heard him say that. But you did hear him say that it's unsafe for his kids to casually ride the system. We spend more time in the system than his children do. This is a fact. This is a fact. And somebody like Utano would not take action unless something happens to someone he loves because he made that plain and clear. 
he made that plain and clear. He like, yo, forget that. I just put my kids in the Uber every time I get. And he could do that. Because guess what? Tony Utano wages are way above inflation. You know, when you're making close to 300000 a year, yeah, of course, Ubers, Lyfts, they nothing. I put my kids in there all day. I would even uh, get the, the XL, the, the, the nice joint, the chauffeur one. I would get all that. All of that. And that's what he's doing. Look, listen. Only thing I do is just report. The, I just report the facts. There's a reason why these guys don't come on my show. And they all listen. They all listen to the show. There's a reason why they don't come on the show. And it's because I be coming with those facts. I be coming with those facts. And they just cannot deal with it. They cannot deal with it. So they run. They create lies and say, oh, Tremel don't know what he's talking about. Nah, I know what I'm talking about. You guys are afraid of me. Y'all afraid of this voice. Y'all afraid to be on Progressive Action TV. And I just expanded my platform. And yo, check this out too. I almost forgot, guys. I almost forgot. Progressive Action Radio is now on Amazon Music. We are now on Amazon Alexa. So by the time you hear this broadcast, they, they, matter of fact, they sent me the email. They gave me the offer. Who am I to deny? <laughs> I'm syndicating myself. Who am I to deny? So by the time you hear this show, I'm, I'm about to do the business, the paperwork and all that. About to do all that. Get on Amazon Music. I was surprised when I got the email. I said, oh, my God. They, they, they giving me another platform. So it's growing. So listen. Our voice is growing. The, the real people voice is growing. They never had anything to go against them like this. The MTA nor the union. And we getting stronger and more powerful by the day. Ah, oh, man. By the day. So about time you guys hear this, we may be on Amazon. I think it said they're they, they going to approve everything probably within 24 hours. This is going to be up before that. That's a guarantee. But we got to deal with Amazon. Oh, man. Life is great. So, look, this is what I want you guys to do. Um, We are, we are growing as a platform. Please like and share the show. It costs you nothing to like and share the show. If you want to support the platform and donate a little something, you could do that via Cash App. Dollar sign, Progressive Action, one, zero, zero. When you guys do that, it allow us to grow the platform and do some wonderful things. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. 
we're going to get into, we're going to exit with this song right here. We're going to exit with this song right here. I'll catch you guys later. Peace. want a shout out on progressive action radio send me a message i'll give you a shout out on the next show shout out to everybody at stillwell crew room i see y'all let's go Oh, Flatbush, Flatbush, I see y'all, Flatbush F. I see y'all, Flatbush Depot, I see y'all too, let's get it. Euclid, what's up? Pelham, what's up? 207-168. One seven nine, I see y'all out there. Shout the Woodline Terminal. Utica, I see y'all. Ninety Fifth Street. Oh, how can I forget about Kanasi? My people at Main Street. Oh, new lots, new lots, what's up?
I see y'all Harlem, 148th Street. Let's go. Progressive Action Radio, baby. Progressive Action Radio. That's today's show. I'll catch you guys later. Like and share. Peace.